All right, guys. Today, we are back with Coast to Coast Podcast playing a new game. Not a new game, but a game that I stole. A new-to-us game. Um, we're going to be playing this thing called Ref Guess. I stole it straight from John Boy Media, so all credit goes to them. But how are you guys feeling? John Boy. <laughs> There we go. We're doing well. Hey, getting ready for the weekend. Only about two weeks left till I turn 21. So 21, can you do something for me? No, I'll be. Hey. hey, guys, guess what I'm doing this weekend? What is you what? doing? So our buddy, our good friend, the commissioner, Chan, is having a birthday party on Saturday. So <laughs> oh, if any mischievous, you know, <laughs> random stuff gets posted on any of the Coast to Coast accounts, it was probably me <laughs> off the Crown Royale with Chan because when me and Chan get together, it gets heinous. <laughs> it's really heinous. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing on Saturday. I'm going I'm going up to the Riverside to celebrate his birthday. The commission. There you go. Is he 22? Yeah. yeah. No, he's 30, bro. He's probably like 25. He's old as shit. <laughs> yeah. No, he's like, yeah, he's turning 22. Sure. All right, let's get started with this game. So, this is easy mode. Essentially, this is somebody's career stats right here, and these are all the theme for today is receivers that played for teams that are currently in the playoffs mm-hmm. at some point in their career. So, here are their career stats. I'll give you a few minutes to think about it and then come up with a guess. I think I got it. I think I got it. I don't need a few minutes. All right. All right. Who you, you know who you this got? guy. You know this guy, Joel. You know him. Am I going first? Am I am I gonna unveil it? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go. Yeah, it's Michael Crabtree. Yeah. It's, it's that sorry ass receiver, Michael Crabtree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, he was a solid he was solid for us. He he was nice. Yeah. But really the, I, I was at first I was like, eh, I'm not really sure, but then the number gave it away. The number really gave it I thought it was Anquan Bolden for a second. I was thinking because I got the order wrong. He was in Arizona first, and he had, like, way better stats. But, yeah, I thought it was for a quick okay, second. Okay, okay. Easy mode. It was a little too easy, but it is your guys' favorite team. So, all right. Hey, that, that was a nice 2012 season he had. Yeah. Oh. I mean, 10-year career is kind of, like, I didn't even realize he had a 10-year career. But, yeah, 1,109 is pretty good. Yeah, All right. like 380 Medium. plus reception season. Oh, uh, let me know. Two time pro bowler. Mm. Back to back. Oh, what's his face? Um, oh, shit. Wait, it, I know it's Austin. Miles Austin? Is that his name? What's your guess, Liam? Bro, I thought like Terrence Williams was the first name that came to mind. That's wrong, though. <laughs> That's a good guess. That's a solid guess. He was on a lot of those early 2010s Cowboys team. But yeah, this is Miles Austin. Dude was uh, a dog. That was. I forgot about him for sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's a receivers coach on the Eagles. He's a receivers coach somewhere. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess he ended with Philly though. So. Yeah. He was a he was a dog back when I first became a Cowboys fan. Yeah, he was solid. Back in the day. <laughs> yeah. But yes, like it's it's cool looking back at these like retired players. All right. I haven't thought about Miles Austin in a long, long time. So that, that was fun. Hard mode. 
Okay, I got my. I, got, I think I know who this is. I might be completely wrong, but the teams I think match up to what I think it is. Oh yeah. Okay, I got it too. Liam, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you answer it. Is it Jeremy Macklin? What you got? Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. Jeremy, yeah. I, I had the same thing. All right. Damn. I thought I thought that was gonna be harder. I look. No, that was tough though. That made me think for a second. I had to realize right. like that he was barely on Kansas City. Yeah. Crazy, like, crazy season right here with fucking Philly. I don't remember him being on Baltimore, though. I don't either. I'm sure he I hardly really remember him on Kansas City. I, I thought I thought he would have played longer. I don't remember him, his career being, like, he I mean, I guess it's. Yeah. But I mean, I guess it's longer than the NFL lifespan, though, but. Still. Yeah, eight years is, like, solid, I guess. Yeah, him and Deshaun Jackson together was, was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and. That's all we got for today. Hey, we'll have to do one next round, though. We'll see how that shit goes. That was easy. Easy money. Easy money. Hey. Good shit. But, hey, let's talk about some matchups because we got a coast-to-coast -coast battle this weekend. Yes, this time it's not fancy football. It's real football. We got the Cowboys <laughs> yeah. getting trying to go for oh, revenge man. against Sam Fran from last season. Uh, two of the best young defensive players in the league going up against each other. Dak. Shut up some people with his awesome game against Tampa Bay. Uh, and Brock Purdy, can he, you know, go up against this Dallas defense who's got stars and, you know, prove that he's a good quarterback in this league or is it just a fluke? So, Jose, what's Dallas got to do to win this game? Man, look, we had probably the best possible game we could have had last week, at least, you know, for my expectations. Because I was expecting us to go in there just, like, playing real timid. And, you know, it's Brady. Brady's undefeated against the Cowboys. All of this stuff. But, you know, the storyline in the game really did not go that way. You know, he threw his first red zone interception as a Buccaneer. And, you know, Dak was commanding the pocket like crazy. Like, like what a, you know, 160 million quarterback should be doing. But... I mean, that's the version of Dak Prescott that we need to show up because that last year's version from, you know, the wild card round is not, is not it. And I think this is a better Niners team even than last year. You know, they're, they're kind of just kind of going in there and giving it everything they got. You know, they obviously lost both of their quarterbacks, but they come in confidence still, you know, rallying behind their young, their young Brock Purdy. So. Like, it's definitely a game that I could see going either way, but the Niners are so hot right now. And like I said in our in our group chat, this is literally our Super Bowl. Like, because yeah. I think genuinely, if we drew the Giants, we'd be in the conference championship right now. But unfortunately, we drew, you know, the flaming hot 49ers. So this is our Super Bowl. And I just want to see a, a good competitive game. I don't want no fucking, like, ref didn't spot the ball, like, QB draw in the last minute bullshit. Like, just have it. Just have a clean game, bro, please. Nah, 100%. Joel, what, what are the Niners coming at with this? Uh, I think the Niners are taking it. I mean, the Cowboys did play really, really well last week. I think that game was much more of a blowout than I feel like. Because I feel like all of us, you know, we kind of agree that, like, like, yeah, you know, the Cowboys, like, 
they're a better team. Like they have way more talent than the Bucks. But like mm-hmm. when you take the Cowboys like past playoff failures and then you kind of, you know, put it up against, you know, even though Brady had hadn't played as well this year, like it is still Brady and it and he had, you know, been creating these like comeback wins over the course of like the last month or so. So it kind of seemed like a bad matchup in that sense. But what we learned is that Tampa Bay is actually just awful like they were terrible i mean that the whole division was terrible they were terrible their coaching was terrible and i think they just kind of fooled us with you know a couple of their comeback wins um you know later on this season they're just a really bad squad and i think the cowboys even though they played really really well i think that was just mainly because the bucks are are really terrible and you know the niners didn't really play that great of a team either in the seahawks but i i probably would would you know i think the seahawks are a better team than the bucks and I think it's going to be the Cowboys' disadvantage to go from playing a Bucks team, you know, that has a ton of issues, going against a Niners team that is just the complete opposite. And, you know, great coaching, you know, blue chippers on both sides of the ball. And I think it's going to be a night and day shift in, in you know, in what they're facing. You know, And the Niners have a couple extra days of preparation. They played on Saturday. Cowboys played on Monday. Um, I just – I really like the Niners in this one. I think it can be close, but, you know, Dak, I, I mean, at this point, who do you trust more? Do you trust Dak or do you trust, do you trust Brock Purdy more? I think that's a legitimate question. That's what do crazy. you guys think? <laughs> so I think I trust Dak, but I trust the Niners offense more, if you yeah. know what I mean by that. Yeah, I think yeah. the Niners offense yeah. is just better. But, yeah. I mean, you that's can't – That's a good way to put it. Much, like, I think Dak and the Niners just – like, Kyle Shanahan's a cheat code when it comes to making quarterbacks play well. Like exactly, you think Jimmy Garoppolo yeah. is doing this at all the other NFL teams? No, I don't think yeah. so. And we are going and to. And did play amazing though. against Tampa Bay. I do want to give him his credit. He he did play really good. But I'm just throwing that question out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need our kicker though because I know. <laughs> Like, yeah, I was just gonna say that, bro. And also, the Niners don't have a shaky kicker. What was up with that? That was crazy. That was crazy. He he just decided to show up like his 2018 self or whenever we had him last when he was missing kicks all the time. Like he just decided to go back to that version. But like, no, that we're was definitely gonna have to settle crazy. for three in this. That game. was a collapse, Sometimes. a mental collapse. Yeah, I don't know. I honestly have no idea. But what can you do? Yeah, that's. Hey, I'm gonna be glued to the TV as soon as he's kicking whatever the first extra point or field goal is. I'm I'm excited to see what goes down because that's gonna be like, you know, everybody's gonna be watching that. Like, you know, no one no one really cares about the kickers until now because the guy missed yeah. what four extra points, four in a row, actually five in a row, I think, because he had missed one in the last game. The last game, yeah. And the but I'm taking the Niners. Loud, loud, yeah. duh. I'm glad we're at home this time. It was really tough playing uh, in Cowboy Stadium last year. That was a tough game. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, I'll, I'll rock with the Niners, obviously, bias-wise, but I think it's really close game. I think as much as Jose just said he doesn't want it, some bullshit's going to, like, it's going to be is. a it call. Is. It's going to be you something that's going to get us fuming. But before we get to the next matchup, let's talk about Tampa Bay real quick. They fired Byron Leftwich, who was, you know, really key – Relationship with Tom Brady. Todd Bowles is 100% on his way out. I think this team is destined to finish bottom of the league next year. I think Tom Brady's gone. There's no way he stays. Like, a lot of people think he's going to go to Vegas because Derek Carr's on his way out, which is kind of weird. Like, he's already gone, but he hasn't been cut or anything like that. Yeah. Um, 
Like, what do you guys see of Tampa Bay? Because I think they're going to, you know, I think like Leonard Fournette's going to walk. I think you could potentially see a guy like Levante David get traded. I think you could see a bunch of those guys get traded. Like, where do you see this team heading? I'll start back. Jose, what do you think? Yeah, I could see Brady in Vegas. Um, I mean, obviously he's got a relationship with McDaniels if they decide to keep McDaniels. Uh, But, you know, that's going to be key in recruiting. And the last time he was a free agent, I mean, he was rumored there still. Like, he was, he almost went to the Raiders back in 2018, was it? 19? Something like Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I could definitely see that, especially since I'm not convinced, you know, they're going to go QB in the draft, especially if they miss out on Bryce. Uh, So, you know, having Brady for another year or two before they can draft someone that they really feel confident in, I, I could definitely see that happening. Yeah. And Carson, like, do you think this Tampa Bay team is just like, what would you do if you were the general manager of Tampa Bay? Because I think it's a really bad scenario for them right now. Yeah. I mean, I, I completely agree with you. I think you hit the nail on the head in terms of like, I feel like the Bucks. it could really be like, you know, once LeBron left the Cavs and like the team was just completely decimated or like, you know, after the last dance and the, you know, the Bulls the next year in 99 were garbage. I think it could be like that level of a, you know, a drastic turnaround, you know, cause I feel like, you know, Tampa Bay, I, I feel like that was it, you know, they had a great, you know, what was it? Three year window with Brady, you know, they, they won a Super Bowl. They, you know, could have gotten to the one, you know, they had that crazy almost comeback against the Rams, you know, that was a great playoff run. And then this year, you know, went outside, you know, they had a three-year run right there. They got a Super Bowl. It, it was a successful, you know, time with Brady. And yeah, it just seems like, you know, it, the top of Brady era is over, just especially considered with the, the coaching. I feel like, every, you know, it was all so focused on Brady because it's Tom Brady, but, you know, I feel like just it didn't even get talked about enough how bad the coaching was. You know, it was really, really terrible in, in Tampa Bay. So, I, yeah, if I'm their GM, I would just try to get as, as many pieces as possible of what you have, you know, the guys that you have left and uh, just try and go into a rebuild. Blow it up. Yeah, I think you got to trade David. You got to trade Vita Vea, who's probably could go for a first rounder, how disruptive. Cowboys could, could use him for sure. Yeah, a team like that could use him. What are Evans and Godwin's contracts like? Godwin just Ooh. got a new deal. Uh, yeah. Three years, Evans six might. Um, Let's see Mike it. Evans got sponsored. He might have, he might have an extension. He's, oh, he is. Uh, he f- signed a five-year, $82 million contract, I think, in 2018. So, he's mm-hmm. – I think this is the last – yeah, he's under he's due. next season. He's due. It's going to be weird. Yeah, to yeah see I mean, those that. are – those are two big time assets. I mean, those are two receivers. Because everyone's going to be tanking next year because you got Caleb Williams, who's going to go number one. You got Drake yeah. May, who's going to be a top three pick. I mean, there's a lot of guys out there that could be serviceable starting NFL quarterbacks from that class. But uh, no, nah, I think you guys sent Tampa Pack in, and you ruined that franchise uh, as they need to be because Tom Brady was just going to, you know, he couldn't do much anymore. He's just depleting. He needs a new system, a new feel. But yeah. I mean, he'll still have good weapons in um, LV if he has there. Oh, so for sure. Yeah. So that'll be good. Wait, this is kind of off topic, but what class is yours? Uh, he'd be next year. He'd be next year. Next year. Okay. Is he now, that class with that, Manning there? Uh, Manning will probably redshirt or just be like a freshman and like make like 
three appearances and get like 10 million ESPN views, something like that. I like but that also, wait, can we talk about the Raiders real quick? Because yeah. like if Tom Brady does go there, I, I feel like I agree that's probably the most likely place you would go. I, I still don't really see them as like a, a, a big time Super Bowl threat. I mean, yeah, their offense would be would really crazy. You know, they got Adams, Renfro, you know, they'd hopefully get Jacobs back. But I mean, McDaniels, I mean, there wasn't really much from last year that showed me McDaniels is like a great head coach. I think he's okay. He's not terrible, but you know, he, he's all right head coach. And then their defense, you know, they, they would really have to address their defense because their defense is atrocious and and if they don't do anything with that their deep if their team stays the same they just add brady i wouldn't really see that situation being all too much better than the buck situation right. i think yeah. what we need is like a miracle like sean payton like sees the potential of brady going there and then they make a superstar staff that's mm-hmm. the only way i see it working because yeah if they yeah if they pair up together on on a team like i don't know like jets raiders I mean, he was rumored to go to the Dolphins. I mean, because God knows what's going to happen with with Tua and, you know, we'll play again. But Mm -hmm. I want Sean Payton to go to the Chargers, man. Give Herbert Sean Payton, man. We all deserve it. Yeah. Nah, hey, fuck it. Dallas need to fire McCarthy and get him. (laughs) But like we said, Jerry Jerry Jones would never fly with that. Nah, speaking yeah, we that. don't want to see that either because the Cowboys might actually be dangerous <laughs> if that happens. It might be their year. Yeah, <laughs> that that would be. Speaking yeah. of that, I think if we if we lose in poor fashion on Sunday, like I think Kellen Moore is also gone. Mm, that yeah, I could see that because I mean it's been how many years now, and it's always he can be gone before McCarthy. They could scapegoat think- him. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. But uh, I don't know. Uh, I think they go together. I think they go together. Just do a rehaul. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dan Quinn might get a head coaching job. I know he's rumored for one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he was – didn't he head coach uh, – The Falcons with yeah. Kyle Shanahan when he was OC yeah. there. But you yeah. guys like, paid a bag for Quinn to stay, at least in terms of assistant co- uh, coordinator price. Uh, let's look at the other NFC game. Do you th- what do you think the Giants got to do to beat the uh, Eagles? Because I think that's kind of how we see it. Carson, what are your thoughts on this team? Um, I think to beat the Eagles, the recipe is just do what they've been doing. You know, they they run the ball well. Was you know, if Saquon looks like how he did against Minnesota, run the ball, keep the ball out of Hertz's hands. Um, you know, you know, game manage, clock manage. You know, the Giants are are super smart, well coached team. I think if they, they, you know, have the ball, you know, they they time manage and they just don't make mistakes like they've been doing. You know, basically all season. Uh, I I think that there there is a world where they could beat this team because I think the Eagles, um, on paper, have a much more talented team and talented roster than the Giants do, but. You know, the Giants, like, they have, like, all the confidence in the world right now. I mean, they're just, like, playing with house money. Like, Dayball is looking like a generational coach. Um, they just have a lot of confidence in, in where they lack in the talent that, you know, the Eagles, you know, have. They, they like I said, a lot of confidence, great coaching. Um, and, and the Eagles, I'm a little worried because, you know, Lane Johnson's going to be out there with, like, I don't know what his injury is, but he's going to try and play on a serious injury. We don't even really know how good Hurts' shoulder is. I mean, we haven't seen him in, you know, what, we haven't seen him in, like, four or five weeks or something like that? Yeah. 
Yeah, so I mean, we don't know the health of his shoulder. Lane Johnson's going to be out there. He, you know, if he's out there, he's probably going to get cooked. I mean, I, I, honestly, if you're going to get a 50% of Lane Johnson, I'd rather just not play him. So I don't know. I think it's going to be close because the Giants have a lot of momentum, and we'll see. the The Eagles they might have peaked at the at the wrong time. But um, also, this could be stupid because the Eagles. I mean, their roster they're so talented. They they are so so talented. All right, well, our NFC East expert, Jose, what do you think about these two teams that you've uh, seen face your yeah. team plenty of time? I mean, both of these teams – well, not both of these teams, but uh, the Giants have got a playoff game under their belt now, and I think I would value that performance more than, you know, their regular season matchup uh, because, I mean, especially going into the divisional, you know, recent performance is a lot more telling than – you know, some random week eight matchup or whatever. And yeah, like you said, we have not seen Hurts in like five weeks, bro. Like that that could be very, very tough because I mean Minshew was out there getting reps with, with the starters, you know, and he they had to adjust to Minshew and now they've got to readjust to Hurts. It's you know, that's gonna be a challenge on its own. And the Giants seem to be clicking on all cylinders no matter who's out there, whether it's Hodgins or fucking Daniel Bellinger. Richie James. Richie James, like Darius Slade, or if you know Kenny Galladay wants to make his random, you know, appearance on the year. But Danny Danny Jones has to be Danny Dimes for, for them to pull this out. Like he's got to play like he did last week as well, because he had himself a fucking game. Yeah, he did. Not, he looked awesome. I was just looking into this because I was like. I was like, how did Hurts do in his first playoff performance? And he didn't do well. They faced Tampa Bay. I mean, Last year? yeah, Tampa Bay just ran over them. And then I saw, mm-hmm. I was like, he threw 40, I think four passes I just looked. And I just looked at his career. I'm like, how many times has this man thrown 40 passes? Three mm-hmm. times he's lost every single time he's thrown 40 or more passes. I think that's the recipe to this game. And I think it's the recipe for both teams. You've got to make both quarterbacks throw the ball and make them throw it past, you know, <laughs> beyond the line of scrimmage because Daniel Jones has been so much successful because they've been working the short intermediate pass game for him instead of, you know, having to throw these balls down the field. And the same with, I mean, Jalen Hurts has been a, been fine at deep pace passing deep this year, but still make those guys throw because we've seen Jalen Hurts, you know, when he's throwing a lot, they're not doing too well. And his run game is what makes him so great. You know, his personal run game and the run game of the Eagles. Um, but when it comes to sheer talent, I mean, that Eagles defense is absolutely filthy. Uh, they're going to have two Pro Bowl lockdown corners locking up guys that shouldn't even be lining up against them. It's disrespectful the event to line up against those Giants receivers at this point. But Great. You know, in a playoff game, like we might see, you know, Saquon Barkley just bust off like a 75 yard run. Like anything can happen. Miles Sanders, both those Penn State boys got that home run power. Um, it's, I mean, I think it could be a slow first half, but I think the Eagles just – it's going to be too much for them. I mean, too much for the Giants to handle. Dable deserves his coach of the year, I think, for the way that he's been able to turn around Daniel Jones and make him into a, a reliable NFL quarterback at this point. So, give me Hey, a- he's going to get Danny Dimes a lot of money. <laughs> a lot of money. That he doesn't frankly deserve, in my opinion. I think no. it's, just the, it's the coaching, you know? It's mm-hmm. like he's kind of like a Shanahan. He's just making him good because he's tapping into what he's good at, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you think Brock Purdy on uh, another team would be looking any as good as he is on the Niners? 
Probably not. Like Brock Purdy looks like he'd be making twenty million dollars a year right now. But yeah, I don't even know if he's making a milli. I don't. Yeah, I, I doubt he's making a million. But crazy stuff. Man. And Danny Dimes can move, but, but yeah, like with Reddit coming off the edge, like if that you know that could get bad. Hey, Jordan Davis can track him down, bro. Yeah, yeah, Jordan Davis. Cave on too. I also need a cave on game, bro. He gonna do the snow. He gonna do the snow angel in front of all the That guy is so funny, man. He's a beast, though. But hey, Damn. AFC's got some banger matchups. We got four future great quarterbacks. Some that are already great. Uh, first, we got the man himself, Trevor Lawrence, going up against Patrick Mahomes in Arrowhead uh, Saturday at four thirty p.m. Eastern Standard. Uh, this Jacksonville team has surprised all of us. Besides Troll, he up in that bandwagon early on in the season. Gotta give him his road for that. <laughs> Even though they went, they were up. Hey, it looked bad though. I, I probably fell off a couple of times. I'm gonna be honest. I, I was on it from the jump, but then it, it was looking bad in the middle of the season. Until the yeah. end, but. And all those free agency signings that you know Saad Khan made that everyone was like, why are they spending so much money on this guy? All of them were worth it, and maybe even worth more than that. I mean, look at all I know we were all rolling our eyes when Christian Kirk got the money he did, but he played like Crazy. a top 15 receiver this season. And yeah, Zay he was Jones, really good. Zay Jones was only known for levitating, like put up 800 yards this season. and was like a fancy receiver number five at the end of the year. Absolutely insane. Evan Ingram out of nowhere. Like uh, the he dude like barely played the last few seasons. Butterfingers himself. Uh, Giants could use his ass right now. They could. They could. I don't even know they got it wide, tight end, bro. But uh, it, it's Bellinger. Like, Bellinger uh, having a Bellinger. couple of moments every now and then. Bellinger's all right, but Ingram is just different. But now we yeah. have Kansas City Chiefs. This isn't the teams that we've seen before. You know, Tyreek Hill leaves, but Patrick Mahomes goes out there and has a fantastic season. He's walking away at the MVP, no doubt. Uh, it's an interesting matchup, I think. Uh, I don't know what the line is exactly. I'm assuming it's 10 or something like that. Uh, Carson, what what do you think is going ha- to happen in this game? And how does Jacksonville have any chance against the Chiefs? Um, I think, you know, they have a chance just off of, you know, Trevor's like sheer, it's really up to Trevor. I mean, we saw it, you know, in the first game, it's like, you know, when he's off, he is off. Like he, you know, that first half was atrocious, but then the second half, whatever, somebody said something to him at halftime and he, you know, he looked like a generational quarterback in the second half. So it really is just going to depend on what Trevor Lawrence were getting, um, at various points of the game. Um, but I, I'm taking the Chiefs. I, I don't think the Chiefs, you know, the Chiefs aren't the Chargers. Um, I think, you know, they they have their eyes on the prize. They are determined to get another Super Bowl. Um, I think, uh, you know, I think if anything, the first half, you know, the Jaguars could come out and kind of punch them in the mouth a little bit and get, you know, a couple of touchdowns or something. But regardless, I think the Chiefs, you know, they'll handle business. Um, you know, Doug Peterson will probably get a couple big plays, but he'll also probably have a couple pretty terrible calls. Um, and I, I so I like the Chiefs to close this one out. It might be a little close. It might be a little flip-floppy, but I'm going to take the Chiefs. Yeah, Jose, I'm guessing yeah. you're leaning the same way. Yeah, I think I got to take the Chiefs. Uh, turnovers were a real problem in the first half last time, and Kansas City will make you pay for those. They are not going to give up 27 you know, unanswered. So that nope. is, yeah. I mean, they really have to hope that they get every single break if they want a chance in this game. 
Mm-hmm. It's all going to come from the receivers on Jacksonville. I mean, Kansas City, like, can stop the run now, but they cannot stop the aerial attack. And that's what's going to happen. You know, you're going to have to see, you know, a vintage Trevor Lawrence performance, you know, reminiscence of his days in the college football playoffs at Clemson. But, I mean, Andy Reid's going to cook up some crazy stuff, like spinning ring around the rosy, whatever they're doing. That yeah. Like, like, that was ridiculous. Hey, don't sleep on ETN, too. I think ETN could have a monster game. I think if, sure. yeah, if Trevor starts to struggle a little bit, I think they could – start to rely on ETN and because, you know, you can't run on the Chiefs. You can definitely run on the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's it called? Uh, Jared McKinnon going to, like, have four touchdowns or something stupid like that. I mean, they've got so many guys that can do stuff. I mean, like, Juju's their, like, probably top wide receiver, but, like, he's not even their top wide receiver weapon. Like, Kadarius Tony, absolutely filthy. You can put him on, like, an end around, and he'll go rush it for 70 yards. Hardman, all those foods. But I think the best game yeah. of the weekend is coming at 3 p.m. Eastern on Sunday, Cincinnati versus Buffalo. I think neutral ground, this is an even line, despite what Buffalo, you know, is riding on for Hamlin and everything like that. Like, you cannot mess with Joe Burrow. Wait, where is this game being played? It's like Atlanta? It's in Buffalo. Oh, oh no. it's going to be. I'm in saying Buffalo. if it was neutral side, I think it's an even oh, line. Oh, oh, oh. But, gotcha. you know, they're up in Buffalo, which, you know, gives the edge to Buffalo. But, Wait, didn't they say that they would play it at a neutral site? If AFC Championship, if the Bills oh. are in the AFC Championship, it's a neutral site. And the oh, Bills, are, no, I mean. Bills are the – actually, no. Regardless, it's at a neutral site, I think. Oh, wait, no. Oh, no, no, no. It's just Bills Chiefs uh, would be neutral site, I believe. Okay. okay. Wait, because there was no way that even if the Bengals beat the Bills, they wouldn't have gone past them in the standing in, – in the seating? Yeah. Or? So, yeah. if the Bills won, they could have taken the one seat. I believe that's how it went. So because yeah. of the Hamilton, oh. that could not yeah. happen. So, I mean, who, who, I mean, I know there's home field advantage. So, you know, Bill's mafia, they are what they are, but I mean, you cannot count out Joe Burr regardless what happens. I mean, we saw what he did in the AFC championship last season or, or no, the AFC divisional against the chiefs. Like this guy's no one you want to mess with. Uh, Jose, I'll get off with you. Yeah. Unfortunately, with. this was a matchup we missed out on that. I, uh that was in week 17 yeah, yeah. 17 so yeah. i mean that would have provided a lot more insight in, as you know Bengals won seven zero. and technically they did but i mean burrow came out the, the gates hot that game and i mean they can pound it on the ground they can throw it to you know boyd higgins chase you know, anyone and Although they are away, man, I think overall they're healthier than Buffalo. But the only thing really, you know, holding Buffalo together is that they're riding for their, you know, their player, Demar Hamlin. So it's it's really tough because my heart wants to pick the Bengals just because I like that matchup, you know, for them. But the Bills have something, you know, external that is kind of driving them right now. So I think I'm gonna have to go Bills. Mm-hmm. Carson, how about you? If the Bengals weren't missing three of their starting offensive linemen, I would love them and I would I would pick them in full confidence. But I mean, missing, you know, three of your offensive line, I mean, that is a tough thing to overcome, especially with the troubles that their offensive line already gives them. You know, that's big been the biggest thing for this team over the past couple of years is that their offensive line has struggled to block for Joe Burrow. 
so that that might be something that is just that they the the Bengals won't be able to to get over. But I just like the Bengals in this scenario. I like them against the Bills because you you have a team in the Bills. They make a lot of mistakes. I mean, they're super talented, but I mean, Josh Allen has been, he's played well, but he's had some really shaky moments over the last few weeks. You know, he turned the ball over, what, two or three times against Miami. I mean, let's talk about that Miami game real quick. I mean, the fact that that was even close was crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, Skylar Thompson, like, that was a three-point game. What was it, a three-point game to end it? Yeah, 34-31, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, Josh Allen was, like, asking the Dolphins to stay in that game. Like, he he really had some dumbfounding plays. And that's the complete opposite of Joe Burrow. I mean, he, he's, he's, Joe, he's Joe Cool. You know, he does not turn the ball over. He He's very safe. And I, I think they're, those teams are kind of complete opposites in that aspect. But, you know, with the home field, with the Bengals missing, you know, those linemen, I, I'd still probably lean towards the Bills. But I just – the Bengals to me are are, are safer. They're so much safer. And, and I, I like – kind of like their upside a little bit. Like, it's really just going to come down to who has the ball last. Like, if, if you're giving Joe Burrow the ball with, like, a couple minutes left and they're down three, they're down six, like, I – you know, I feel really comfortable in the Bengals being able to pull that out. Yeah, I'm just worried because, like, sure, Cincinnati doesn't have their offensive linemen, but, like, Buffalo would clear them if they had Vaughn Miller. And Gregory Russo. Oh, yeah. Shout out my Miami boy, but he's been great this season. But I don't think he's going to be a crazy disruptor when it comes to going up against his Bengals team. And then outside of him, you got Ed Oliver, but that's an interior offensive lineman. And then you got Shaq Lawson. I mean, a lot of their best defensive players, you know, that are going to be active for this game are, you know, beyond the line of scrimmage. You know, Matt Milano, you know, should be an all, should have been, I think he might have been an all pro, was definitely great this season. Uh, Tredavious White, Jordan Poyer, uh, Tremaine Edmonds. I mean, all those guys are fantastic and they're not going to be guys going after the quarterback. They're the ones guarding the the best receiver trio in the NFL uh, with those guys in Cincinnati. Um that is the thing I worry about. And yeah, like you said, Josh Allen has just been turnover prone. He fumbled the ball three times. It was only lost once and he threw two picks. Uh, that is not good to do against that Miami team, especially the situation that they were in. Um, I'm going to be the oddball. I'm going to pick the Bengals with an upset. It's mm. going to break the hearts of a lot of NFL fans, you know, rooting for this team because of the DeMar Hamlin situation. But nah, I'm picking them too. No, no, no. I'm switching. I'm switching. I'm picking the Bengals too. I, I, I kind of gave a half-ass answer. I, I'm locking it in. I'm picking the Bengals to win. Because I yeah, think you got me. Bengals versus Chiefs is a one we want to see, a rematch of that True. game. Patrick Mahomes True. wants revenge because everyone talks about everyone besides Mahomes now at this point. He kind of got his light when he was in, you know, his MVP season won the Super Bowl. But, you know, ever since he's kind of won the Super Bowl, I think he's been kind of quiet, you know. The people are saying who's the best quarterback in the NFL. There's a lot of chatter about Josh Allen. I mean, people were not giving consensus number one to Patrick Mahomes. He came that and shut people up this season. Uh, I think we need to see the best two quarterbacks in the AFC of this season match up against each other, and that's Joe Burrow and that's Patrick Mahomes. And I want well, to well, also for for Mahomes, I mean, there's like real legacy stuff on the line here. I mean, he's what 27, 28 years old. There's a lot of great. There's a great list of quarterbacks that have one Super Bowl, but there's not that big of a list of great quarterbacks that have two or more. I mean, there's a lot of guys that are stuck with one. I mean, obviously Super Bowl, but like Drew Brees, Rogers, um, 
who else we got that I'm missing? Oh, Ross has one. I mean, I, Mahomes for his legacy, if he really wants to be like one of the top tier guys, greatest ever, like he's got to get past the one. He, he's you got to get that second one at the, at least. Yeah, wait, hold up. Didn't okay, wait, wait, wait. Only Brino four had. quarterbacks have won two Super Bowls before <laughs> turning twenty-eight. Who who is it? Brady. Four. Brady's four quarterbacks. Brady. Two Montana? before. No, Montana's not. Uh, it's probably, it's probably what about Aikman? Aikman's two. Aikman's two. What about Terry Bradshaw? Bradshaw's three. Roethlisberger? Roethlisberger's four. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good one. Yeah. And that's and a, that's a small one list. in like his second season. Well, yeah. Roethlisberger, I mean, he was carried by his team, but <laughs> nonetheless. But uh, still, still impressive, though. I mean – yeah. I mean, we get we could get a Chiefs Niners rematch. That could be a mm. big game. Chiefs Bills or Chiefs Bengals. You know, hopefully, the, you know, Jaguars don't pull some funny shit and actually, you know, beat the Chiefs. But whoever the Chiefs play in the in the the AFC Championship game, that would be a classic. I don't know about you. I'm kind of done with this Chiefs Bill shit for a minute. Like, it's it's kind of getting old. How much they hyped it up. Like yeah, we always yeah, get hyped with the season matchup. It always disappoints, and it's like twenty four seventeen. Like I did the not. Bengals are are a lot more fun. In my I opinion. did not clear my schedule to watch a twenty four seventeen game. Like come on, yeah. But, yeah. Now it gives the Bengals. Yeah, yeah, and the Chiefs have never beat them. Well, I mean, you know, Burrow's never lost to the Chiefs. I guess. And I mean, hey, if Burrow goes out there, wins the Bills, beats the Chiefs, and beats the Niners, that's one hell of a story. Beats. Three of the best teams in the playoffs wins a Super Bowl, back-to-back Super Bowl appearances with a win. Is right. he in the Mahomes category at that point? Yeah. yeah, it's like no, actually, like plot twist, like Burrow's the guy. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's crazy. That is crazy. Burrow's crazy. Herbert's falling behind on that list, boys. I hate to see it because I love that guy, but he's, he's yeah, he just he's yeah. All right. Herbert's just got like the the straight up like it's kind of like that Rogers argument in the sense like yeah like he's like the most like gifted most talented maybe like with the arm strength and stuff but yeah I mean you know he does, he doesn't have the playoff wins that these other guys do and he's still right. so young but so let's do what's our AFC NFC championship predictions Jose go ahead give me oh AFC championship I'm gonna take Bengals Chiefs you convince me I'm taking the Bengals and then. NFC. Fuck it. You guys are both taking Niners, so I'm going to take Cowboys and give me the Eagles. Okay. Good. Carson? Yeah. um, Chiefs, Bengals, and then NFC. Yeah, probably Niners, Eagles. I think we've all been waiting for the Niners, Eagles, but would also not be shocked at a Niners, Giants. Not be shocked. Mm-hmm. No, I, I'm I'm saying with Carson. Uh, I mean, I switched up. I said the Bills were winning the Super Bowl last podcast, but that performance against Miami just absolutely shut things up. Like no, like that game shouldn't have been remotely close at even all. Like their seventh round rookie for Miami is far different than the seventh round rookie playing for the Niners. Right I see this playing so. out. I really do hope it is Niners Eagles. I've I, I've like you know been hoping that's been the case all, all season. I think that's like. You know, those were clearly like, you know, the two top teams of the NFC, you know, mm-hmm. back half of the season. Yeah. That would be really fun. 
100%. 